Welcome to the Canine PT Academy Podcast. Business lessons for canine rehabilitation therapists. Introducing your host, Dr. Francisco Maya. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, no matter where you're at in this world. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Canine PT Academy podcast, Business Lessons for Canine Rehabilitation Therapists. So hopefully you guys have uh, listened already to last week's episode, because today we're going to continue the same format, okay? So last week I went through a variety of different topics, questions that you guys had sent and answered those. Uh, we talked about how to effectively market uh, our canine rehab business to reach a larger audience. We talked about strategies to enhance customer satisfaction and loyalty to our canine rehab business. Uh, we talked about the best ways to develop a, a referral network around us with local veterinarians and other pet businesses, and even about key factors to consider when expanding our rehab business. Okay, so it was a, uh, it was a great discussion, and we had a handful of more questions that you guys submitted that we're going to cover uh, today, okay? But before we do so, just a couple of things. So first of all, thanks for those folks who, when I mentioned on the last podcast that if there was enough interest, we would look into doing a more uh, specific marketing-focused program. I got some good feedback, and that's exactly what we're uh, working on right now. So Jill is our marketing coordinator and myself. We've been working on putting that together. Stay tuned. We're going to, uh, 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 if not later this week or uh, definitely by next week, we're going to send out by email. We're going to uh, have the link out on um, our social media. And then, you know, going to talk more about that on the next podcast episodes once we have more details. But we are getting ready to launch uh, a, a, a marketing-focused program that's going to be all online, virtual, over like a four-week span that is going to really focus on helping you build the uh, uh, the marketing strategies for your business. Okay, so I'm very, very excited about this brand new program that we're going to be offering. And it's going to be, uh, uh, we're going to be starting in, in about five weeks or so. So it's going to be towards the end of August. Um, I think, don't if I remember, I don't have my calendar here in front of me. Let me pull it up. We're going to start because the dates we already picked is going to be uh, August uh, August 23rd. So August 23rd is going to be our first kind of like group call. But people are going to be able to start signing up already much sooner than that. So you can start going through some of the pre-recorded content and stuff to get ready for the first group call. So stay tuned for that. But the one thing you can do today is join our brand new Facebook group. That's the other thing I'm very excited to share with you guys. So we started a new Facebook group. We're putting the link on the show notes. It's called the Canine Rehabpreneur uh, uh, Facebook group. And it's about empowering pet, uh, uh, um, uh, business owners in the field of animal rehab. Okay, And the reason why we decided to create this group is because there's, uh, uh, there's definitely a, a variety of different groups out there helping more on the clinical sides of things and even some helping with the business sides as well. But we wanted to create a, a specific group where we could deliver our message to a much broader audience. Right? You've been listening to this podcast 
wonderful i really really appreciate it you know but we want to be able to reach people who maybe haven't listened to the podcast yet or maybe people who have started listening to the podcast more recently but haven't listened to other episodes and being able to give you guys additional resources additional content additional things that are going to be helping you with your business no matter if you are starting the business if you're planning on starting if you already have a business and you're just feeling stuck if you're trying to grow and expand there's going to be a little bit something for everyone and that's what we're going to be really excited about it because the other thing is going to build a little bit more of a community where now it's not going to just going to be about you listening to me speaking to you through the podcast but now you're going to be able to interact with us a whole lot more post your questions post your concerns we're going to be able to have some discussions with you guys discussions back and forth where other people are going to be able to come in with their experience you know and that's what we're really really excited about it so if you haven't joined the facebook group yet follow the link on the show notes to the canine rehabpreneur facebook group okay so all right, let's see here. Let me pull up the questions that we have for today, which I think quite a bit of them, yeah. Some questions focus around marketing, some question about like mentorship and, uh, and how to keep up you know, with advancements and stuff in the field. So let's talk, let, let me start here from the top. So first question for today is, can you explain how you use softwares like Cognito Forms and Zapier? Okay, and this question came from, uh, we did a social media post three, four weeks or so ago, can't remember right now, where we kind of like uh, uh, shared a little bit of that flow on how do we automate some of the processes in our clinic uh, in terms of, we automate a lot of process, but in this case, in terms of uh, a lead generation, in terms of marketing, you know, and and, and, and then this question kind of like came up on, on what is Cognito Forms, what is Zapier, because we use those platforms quite a bit. So first of all, what, what are those things? So Cognito Forms is a software that we use to create forms on our website that people can fill out for us to contact them afterwards. Okay, and it's not the only type of software like that that does this. There are other similar softwares like uh, JotForm is a very popular one too as well. But in a nutshell, what I want you to understand is why having that form on the website is important. Okay, because it's going to allow people who find you online to continue that relationship with you, to continue on the next step on their journey with you rather than simply hitting the back button on their browser and looking for the next rehab clinic that popped up on their Google search, okay? And the reason why that is important is because we can't just keep waiting for people to call us at the clinic, right? We can't just be like waiting for people to find us online, pick up their phone and call us. First of all, that's not what people do nowadays anymore. Like a lot of us, like we don't pick up the phone and call anymore. Okay, but the other thing to keep in mind as well is that most people nowadays, they're also not going to be looking for your services during business hours. They're going to be browsing online when they're home in the evening. They're going to be browsing online over the weekend. And guess what? You're not open during those times, so they can't even call you. Or if they call you, it's going to go to a voicemail. So how they can continue on that relationship with you it's by filling out a form, where then once they fill out the form, you contact them the next business day. And then you continue to build on that relationship. That's why that form is important. Now, there's also many, um, 
different things to keep in mind when building out those forms. It's not just a matter of putting the form out there, to be quite honest. And that's something that we do talk quite in deep, you know, in the business accelerator program in terms of like, okay, how do I make that form? How do I uh, 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 build that form? What's the message I'm trying to get across in a way that is going to allow people to take the next step with me? Okay, so that's the other thing to keep in mind. So that's Cognito Form Zapier. If you guys are not familiar with Zapier, it is uh, uh, probably one of the best inventions in the last five to 10 years in terms of like online software platform, okay? Because it literally allows you to integrate everything between every available platform out there, basically, okay? It just helps you connect all these different platforms together even platforms that don't have an integration within their own software you're able to integrate with each other using something like zapier okay and automating those processes in your business is going to save you and your staff tons of time and it's going to make everyone's life so much easier that's why i mean when i said that in in, in the online software world it is one of the best inventions over the last five to ten years okay so with that being said, how does that work? How do we integrate those things together? All right. So, of course, the, the possibilities are endless, to be quite honest, in, in how you can integrate those things. But an easy example, just to kind of like build up on the form kind of thing. So once someone fills out a form on our website, then we have different integrations through Zapier. For example, one of them is to our email campaign software that then starts sending them an automated email sequence that is going to start that nurturing process before we're even able to call them on the next business day. Another example, it would be also once that form gets filled out, there's an, another Zapier integration that goes towards a Google Sheet that we use to track data and metrics on our leads. So that way, over a period of time, I can have a very clear picture about how our lead generation system is working, where our leads are coming from, how are people finding out about us, how are we converting those leads, what is our conversion rate. And having that kind of information is going to allow you to have a pulse on the business and also know how well your marketing and your sales and your nurturing process is working which then, of course, is going to allow you to make better and more informed decisions about your business, right? And, and, and a lot of that, those processes get integrated using something like Zapier, okay? That's it in a nutshell, to be quite honest. Like, there's just so much more to it. But if you're not familiar with something like Zapier and you feel like a lot of the systems you have built around your business are just a lot of copy and paste, a lot of redundant kind of stuff. I bet there's possibly a way that you can use a platform like that to automate some of those processes and make things easier for you and for your staff. Okay, next question, um, which kind of like ties up to you a little bit. What email marketing automations do you have and how did you set them up? All right. So the setup, I kind of like explained a little bit already in terms of that Zapier connection kind of stuff, right? And then from there, it goes to like our um, email automation, like email campaign software. But then 
you know, what, what, what it is contained within those emails, right? What is that we're talking about on those emails? And it goes back to something we, I, I, I talked about uh, in one of the questions last week. It goes back to the market and the message that we're trying to build with the three M's of marketing, right? So remember, I talked about three M's of marketing being your market, your message, and the media, okay? Because once you work on understanding your target audience and you worked on developing the message that's going to get across to them, that is going to build like a, 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 an understanding on how you can help them, then you can automate a lot of that content through automated email sequences. So that way you start having multiple touch points with people during the nurturing process. So it doesn't become only about when you're talking with them on the phone or when you're texting them or anything like that, but it also becomes about this automated sequences that they're getting where they're reading your emails, right? And keep in mind that this don't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be complex email sequences. And they should simply be a way to out automate a way to deliver your message, which is going to help with that nurturing process, which is going to help you build in a relationship with your audience. And in terms of the exact like email sequence, I actually, you know, I know I keep mentioning the business accelerator, but I do have a whole lesson on the business accelerator on like, yeah, what, what is the things that we want to have it, how to build that up kind of stuff. And then I share also, you know, the, the, the template for the email sequence that we use in our own business. Um, but it doesn't have to be complicated. Okay. And I'll share that. I'll, I'll give a, 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 a little sneak that I'll share that email template. And we're going to talk quite a bit about email automation on this marketing program that we're going to be launching very soon. So stay tuned for that, guys. Okay, stay tuned because this, the other thing that we are launching later this year, and um, I guess it's a little uh, um, plug also for the STAR Conference. So if you guys here in the United States, or if you can fly easily to the United States, if you haven't signed up for the STAR Conference at the end of September, look into it. Terrific conference. Uh, great content, terrific speakers, but we're going to be there. I'm not going to be speaking at it. We're going to have a booth. We're going to have a booth for the KNIPT Academy. And at that point, we're going to be launching a platform that's going to be focused on all this marketing and nurturing and automation systems and stuff that I... I really think is going to revolutionize the way marketing is done in the field of animal rehab. Okay, and, and I know it might sound like I'm overselling that I'm hyping it up, but I, but I truly believe. Okay, and I know that sounds like a very bold statement, but I know what's out there in the field of animal rehab for marketing, and I know that there's nothing like it available in our field right now. Okay, so that's going to come later. That's going to come in late September. I just wanted to mention, just because we're talking about email automations and sequences and that kind of stuff. Okay, and then, of course, we have the marketing program coming up in just a, a, another few weeks as well. That's Those are separate things, but both very, very valuable in its own way as well. So I just wanted to kind of like mention that. Uh, uh, so, you know, you guys know kind of like what's coming down the pipeline because like I mentioned last, uh, last podcast, right? 
came back from vacation with a lot of ideas, a lot of cool things that you and I have been working on. And those are some of the things. Those are some of the things that we're, get, uh, we're getting very, very excited to get out to you guys. Okay, and this platform is it is designed to make the lives of busy canine rehab business owners easier by providing a platform that helps streamline a multitude of aspects of the operations of your business. Okay, so enough about marketing. Let's go to the next question, <clears throat> which is what field is your mentor in? How did you find your business mentors in the first instance? Would you recommend different mentors slash coaches for different areas in now rehab businesses? Love that question. Okay, I have worked with uh, uh, quite a few different mentors through the years, and uh, but I had always had one main business mentor who I've been working now for five years now. It's going to be five years that I've been working a lot with this person. Um, and I shared a little bit about this before, but when I started, you know, when I started uh, uh, looking into open my own business, so we're talking about like late summer 2017, early fall, there weren't any business mentors in our field at all. Okay, so since I was kind of like lost and I had no idea on how to do any of this marketing, any of this business thing, I ended up looking for and found business mentors in the human physical therapy field who primarily had a focus on teaching physical therapists how to run an out-of-network slash cash-based practice. Okay, an out-of-network cash-based type of practice. Reason why... I gravitated towards those business mentors because if you are a physical therapist, clinic owner, who does not take insurance, then you got to have a deeper understanding in terms of about how you're selling to the patient the value that you bring to them and why they should see you and pay cash, pay out of network to work with you rather than just going and seeing someone who takes their insurance. That's a different type of conversation compared to you if you work in an insurance-based clinic. Okay, and ultimately, that's the business that we're all trying to build in Canary Rehab. Because yes, we have pet insurance, but insurance is not dictating how much we can charge. We're not waiting for insurance to send us payment for a session. We're not really getting involved with insurance like we do in the human PT world, right? And that's why it was important for me to find a business mentor who understood that. And that's how I found this business mentor, Paul Goff, who, who, who is the one who has been working now for about five years. And I met him back at a, a, a PT business conference in the summer of 2018. And what attracted me to take his uh, business program at first was the fact that he opened and he grew four cash-based physical therapy clinics in the United Kingdom. Where, as we all know, some of you guys are from United Kingdom, healthcare is free. Right? So that means that he knew, I knew that he, this guy knows how to sell the value of physical therapy. Or in his case, physiotherapy, right? <laughs> but, you know, it doesn't matter what we call it. I knew that. And then later on came to find out, right, that 
he did so, he opened those clinics in the northern part of England, starting in a, call, in a, in a town called Hartlepool, and then building some of their nearby smaller towns over there which that area of England, now I know because that's where I went visited. That's who I was visiting. So if you guys are wondering why me and my family went all the way to Hartlepool, that's why, right? But now I understand it's a, it's a very different town compared to somewhere like London. It's very blue collar, you know, and he was still able to build cash-based clinics over there where healthcare is free. Right? So that's, that's why I feel is important. Finding a business mentor who doesn't have to be necessarily doing the exact thing that you want to do, but who you can tell understands the general principles on what it is that you're trying to build. Okay, which then takes to the last part of that question, which was about would you recommend different mentors or coaches for different areas in your rehab business? Okay, and I, I, I think having different people who can help with different areas of your business is a, is a terrific place to be at. Okay? Because you, you are able to then lean on their expertise to help you uh, build and grow your own business. Right? So Paul has been my main business coach now through the last five years. But at different times, I also work with other people who could help me in other areas that I needed help with. Right? So when I was uh, uh, working towards building the Kenai PT Academy, I started doing a little bit of something with uh, 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 online coaches that focus more on online businesses. At one point, I also started working a little bit more with someone who focused more on finances and metrics to help me set up some of the systems for our business to track all of that stuff. which, you know, of course, then had a trickle-down effect into the systems and things that, that I teach, you know, in my own programs as well. And even more recently, last year, even hired like a, a, a local business consultant who has worked with our team at the K9PT to help us improve uh, uh, our communication and structure and just overall like team relationship as we grew our team. Right. So I do think if you are at a place where you can bring different experts to help within your business, like that's a great place to be at for sure, because no single person is going to have the answer to everything. And that's something that even the coaches should recognize themselves to. Right. There are certain things that I tend to focus on with my students that I don't focus on that other people can help it. So one example, for example, is if someone comes to me more interested in, in, in building some sort of like online business for their, uh, that involves, you know, their knowledge and skill set as, um, you know, animal physios and whatnot, right? That, that's not what I focus on. I focus more on teaching people the business in terms of like, their their canine rehab business either being a clinic or mobile whatever it may be where there are other coaches out there that i can refer to that hey if you're looking to actually learn how to build this uh, massage course for pet owners and how to sell it this is the person who you can kind of like go talk to and they will be able to help you 
And I feel that that's very important as coaches to be able to understand what are our strengths and what we need to focus on, on who are other people that can help our audience as well with other things. All right. And the next question, which ties up to it, is when do you need a business mentor and when should you call on a coach? And this person even wrote, I wouldn't want to waste um, either their time or mine. Okay, so great segue from the previous question. And I think a business mentor or coach, it's someone who is more part of an ongoing process with the growth of your business. That person uh, should be someone that, much like I have been working with Paul for five years now, that can really help you in the long run while helping you along each milestone and phase of your business as well. Who has a, a, a bigger picture on what you're trying to accomplish and is able to guide you through the different phases of that. And it doesn't mean that you're going to stay working with that person forever. But a mentor or a coach should be, you know, more than just like a two to three month period to really implement a system or something because there's a lot more to it to grow in a business. And the role of that person would be to help you guide along that longer journey. Where a consultant is a little bit different. A consultant is, is someone who is more focused on a very specific topic and it can be communication and leadership like it is with that business consultant I, I, I mentioned that we brought in. It can be someone focused on finances, someone focused on HR, you know, all different aspects of the business. And they're usually with you during a more limited amount of time working on more specific projects. And they can stay for longer than two to three months as well. It doesn't mean that it needs to be a two to three months kind of thing. But it's going to be more centered around specific projects rather than bigger picture growth, you know, in helping you through the different phases that you're trying to achieve with your business over the next few years or so. At least that's my take. I'm not saying it's the right or the wrong take, but at least that's my take on business mentorship business coaching, and different consultants. Okay. Next question was, my business, oh, this is a great one. My business is not in the United States, and I wonder if your coaching program would still be relevant to me. That's not the first time I got this question. That's why I was like, this is a great question. Okay. And, um, you know, I, I, just ex I just went through it. You know, how my own business coach actually started his business in the UK. And even though now uh, uh, he lives majority of the year in Florida, that's why I go down. You know, if you guys follow me, you know, I go down to Florida every like three to four months or so. But when I started five years ago with him, he was still living in the UK. He was still living in Hartlepool. And we worked together for a few years before he even moved to the United States. So to answer that question... Even though there will always be some different nuances to how rehab is done in different countries, business is business. And the same lessons and principles are going to apply regardless. And ultimately, that's what business is about. It's about mastering the basic principles of marketing, of sales, and operations. That's it. If you really look 
into it. That's what it is about. And we often get sidetracked by the next best, best thing, by you know shiny object syndrome or the new social media platform or this thing that we see other people doing and we think that that's what's making them successful and we think that that's what we're missing. But the truth is that a successful business will be built from a solid foundation and that solid foundation is going to come from mastering the basic principles of marketing, sales, and operations. And those principles don't change. They do not change based on where in the world you're at. Those principles remain the same. What it does change is some of the nuances on how you run the business and your audience and um you know, the legalities around your type of business and where you're at, those things change. But the principles of marketing, sales, and operations remain the same. And that's what I teach. So to answer the question, yes, our programs are relevant no matter where you're at. And that's why we have had students not just from the U.S., but from Canada, South Africa, Australia, um, you know, I had students from quite a few places all around the globe. And all, all of them have found the information helpful no matter where you're at, where they're at. Okay, and then last question. How can I stay updated on the latest advancements and best practices in canine rehabilitation to ensure my business stays at the front, forefront of the industry? Okay. And um, I'm probably very biased when it comes to this, but I know that no one is providing the dedicated and focused business, very important business support to canine rehab entrepreneurs and business owners like we do with the Canine Academy. Okay. There are, you know, terrific companies, group of people out there that are providing support for canine rehab therapists. But in terms of like a really focused business support, I know that no one is doing it like us. And you know that too, because you're a podcast listener. And that, for example, is a great way for you to stay updated with relevant business topics in our field. Like, you know, listening to the podcast. That's one of the reasons why it's going to be almost a year now, guys. I was just talking about this with Jill, but it was in August of last year where we launched the podcast. But that's one of the reasons why we launched the podcast. Okay, and if I may, if I may, if you have been finding this podcast helpful, not just this episode, but in general, please share, share with your colleagues, share with other folks in the field who you know might find it helpful, leave us a review, that also can be a great way to help spread the word for other folks like you. Okay, but we wanted to create something more. Something that also gave the opportunity for you all to interact more with us so we can make more of a conversation, more of a discussion. And that's why we're now launching the Facebook group as well, the Canine Rehabpreneur group. So follow, follow the link on the show notes and I would love to have you guys join our group as well. Okay, and there, of course there are tremendous other amount of resources out there as well. Um, Megan Kelly and the online pet health with their podcast and their online platform 
great way to uh, stay in tune with some business content, but also a lot of content more targeted towards like the clinical sides of things. The four leg platform with Laurie Edge Hughes, terrific, terrific library of content through the years that she has built to help you guys as well. Okay. And, 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 and then finding the communities around you. So like I said, our Facebook group, we're really going to be focused on the, the, the business sides of things. We're going to be sharing some resources, thoughts, ideas on what has been working for us, moderate discussion, you know, and everything. But there are other groups out there too, you know, that you can join on Facebook that is going to be helping you more on the clinical sides of things. Helping you learn new things, help you get unstuck. You know, taking continued education courses as well. Either online with uh, things like the Vet Rehab Summit through Online Pet Health, which it's coming up, you know, also. Uh, uh, I, I was a speaker in the one last year, and then this year I'll just be, uh, you know, just like you, I'll just be listening in because it's going to be talking about the. Uh, like myofascial lines and stuff, which is very fascinating, but it's not, it's not my jam to be teaching any of that. Um, Canine Rehab Institute has a terrific number of uh, advanced courses that you can take, you know, even after you got certified. I, I, I help co-teach their business course, but they have a variety of clinical focus courses as well. You know, so so there's definitely more out there today. That's the one thing I'll say. Like eight years ago, eight years ago when I got certified, there was really nothing out there, guys. Like, you know, yeah, CRI had some courses that you could take it afterwards, but there wasn't really anything online. You know, like there is nowadays on social media or with the uh, uh, the podcasts and this platforms and this and that. So there's definitely a variety of resources out there that we don't have to feel isolated. I know sometimes it can be very isolating, especially, you know, if, if you're working on your own, if you do house calls and, and, and you're the one running the show kind of stuff. But you don't have to feel that way. And you can find that community, you can find that support while at the same time staying updated with the latest advancements and best practices in canine rehab. So I hope to see you on our Facebook group. Okay, I hope this couple episodes were very, very helpful on answering your questions. If any questions pop up in the meantime, we're also just a message away. So never hesitate to email us, reach out to us for social media, whatever it may be. And I'll be more than glad to uh, uh, answer your question directly to you. Or maybe even you give me an idea for a, a, a podcast episode. There's been a few episodes in the past where the topic came from for people reaching out and asking me a question and I was like, oh, maybe I can talk about this. Maybe I can talk about that. So don't hesitate to reach out. Hope to see you on the Facebook group and stay tuned for the KNIPT Academy Marketing Blueprint program coming very, very, very soon. Thank you guys so much and have a good one. Thank you for listening to another episode of the KNIPT Academy podcast 
business lessons for canine rehabilitation therapists. If you enjoyed what we had to say, please make sure to share or subscribe to our podcast or even leave us a review. You can also email us at hello at caninptacademy.com. That's hello at caninptacademy.com with any questions or suggestions. And go to caninptacademy.com to find more resources and content, including our fee calculator spreadsheet, which is absolutely free and will help you determine how much you should be charging for your sessions. Because let's face it, determining what we should be charging is one of the biggest struggles we have as business owners in the canine rehabilitation field. You can also find all of that information and more under the show notes. Finally, I would just like to add a disclaimer that any of my thoughts and opinions expressed on this podcast are mine and mine alone, and in no way reflect the opinion or position of any other organization or company I may be associated with. Thank you for listening, and remember, if you're not having fun and enjoying life or running your business, then what's the point in doing so? So please go ahead and start having some fun.